And we're talking technicals right now on Money Life as we are joined by Zach Johnson, the Chief Investment Officer at Stack Financial Management. Stack Financial Management is a sister firm to Investec Research, which publishes the Investec newsletter. If you want to get more information on Stack Financial Management, it's stackfinancialmanagement.com. Zach Johnson, welcome back to Money Life. Yes, Chuck. Thanks again for having me. Zach joins me via the GameBridge hotline. Annuities don't have to be complex. With the GameBridge platform, you make a commitment of time for money by choosing an investment period that works for you and locking in a guaranteed fixed rate. Simple. Learn more at GameBridge.life. Zach, the market, Lord knows there are a lot of things that they're talked about. They're not the stuff that is necessarily technical in terms of indicators. You know, inflation is not a technical thing, but eventually everything shows up in the price. So given what we've seen going on with the market and given the external factors, are you looking at a market that right now is got you more optimistic or pessimistic? Good question, Chucks, and, and, and thank you again for having me on. I appreciate it. You know, last time I was on, it was kind of mid to late December of last year, and, and I kind of stated that in spite of the S&P reaching new highs, really from a technical standpoint, what we were seeing is there was a substantial amount of weakness that was going on behind the scenes, uh, specifically when we were looking at kind of underlying breadth and, and downside leadership. And you're right, so far this year, we that weakness has, has not just continued it has really expanded quite a bit, and it's begun to spill over into the broad market indexes. And to kind of say that differently, we really feel it's surprising how little attention the internal damage in today's stock market is receiving. And I want to provide a little bit of context to this statement. And so I want to highlight a few different data points. So year-to-date, the S&P 500 is down just about 6%. But when you look at the constituents of the S&P 500 and you look at their corresponding 52-week highs, the average stock is down about 16%. Furthermore, 36% of these same stocks in the S&P 500 are down more than minus 20%, or, or you know, what would be called bear market levels. And let's broaden that out, and let's talk about the NASDAQ. Obviously, there's been a lot more pain, if you can call it, in the, in the growth space so far. So year-to-date, the NASDAQ is down just under 14%, about 13.8%. Once again, if you look at where these stocks, the constituents of the NASDAQ, are down from their 52-week high, it averages minus 42%. There's 69% of those stocks that are down minus 20% or higher. And one quarter of those underlying stocks are down minus 70%. So once again, while the index returns have yet to provide substantial drawdowns, we believe there are a lot of investor portfolios that are in much, much worse shape. That's where we've gotten to now. Most people think the real pain is coming, that the indexes will be down. So what's that doing for how you're positioning portfolios? What's kind of an interesting statement, over the last few years, kind of due to the substantial retail participation and a lot of younger investors being involved in this market, we've heard this statement quite a few times, and it's the statement is, this is not your father's market. And internally, we've kind of joked about this. And as we stand here today, 
we 100% agree. This is not your father's market. We've got inflationary pressures that have not been seen in over 40 plus years, and we have one of the tightest labor markets in history. So rather than saying this is your father's market, this is what we call your grandfather's market. And what that really means is what's been working over the past few years, it's not going to work going forward. And so when, when we're talking about our portfolios and how we're constructing them, we're really looking at three main objectives. Number one is resilience. You've got to build a portfolio that's resilient to a lot of negative forces that are challenging the market. So this can include overweight positions in both the energy and the material sector to kind of insulate you from continued inflationary pressures. But you really want to have core holdings in healthcare, consumer staples, defensive-oriented areas to provide balance to the portfolio as well. And so one of the other statements to, to really think about is the best offense in this type of a market is playing good defense. You're going to have substantial winners and losers at the company level, so focusing on quality is imperative. Profit margins are under immense pressure. You've got high commodity prices, rising labor costs, and substantial supply chain bottlenecks that are going to only continue going forward. So you really want to find those high-quality companies able to withstand these pressures and able to pass on these costs when you go down the road. You know, when we look at this, and you've asked the question when we started this, where do we see this going forward from here? You know, stock market bubbles almost never pop in spectacular fashion. Instead, they really tend to unwind in a long, drawn-out process, and they test the patience and discipline of even the most seasoned investors. And so that's where we really believe active risk management and not selling everything that you own, but being proactive and focusing on resilience, defensiveness, and quality is the way to play this market going forward. I don't want to say that the advice and what we're hearing here is cliched because it's a lot more nuanced than everything else. But, man, you have certainly thrown, you know, best offense is a good defense and a couple of those other ones in there. Also, hugs, not drugs. Mess with the bull, get the horns, and any other cliches you can come up with. We pretty much have them all in there, and we know that the bull might be out there, but we might be getting the horns on this. So in the limited time we have left, how fully invested are you? What's it going to take for you to be more fully invested? What kind of pain threshold do we have? So right now, our portfolios are about 60% invested, and these are our equity-based portfolios. So we definitely have a sizable cash reserve. Furthermore, we do have an inverse S&P 500 position implemented, and really the idea with that is to hedge against market volatility and reduce our overall equity exposure. As we look at the damage that is happening internally, we'd anticipate that we will probably get more defensive before we see that great opportunity to buy. But I think that's one of the major points to make over the long term. We anticipate a bumpy road ahead, and we also believe that this is going to be a tough environment to invest through. But when you look down the road, it's been a long time since we've had really good valuations, a good opportunity to look for names that have been cheap. It's been a very long time since we've experienced that type of market. And so we do see it on the time horizon, or if you look forward, there's going to be a great buying opportunity. But in the interim, stay more defensive. And as you jokingly said with the cliches, 100%. Be more careful than you need to be. Have a good cash reserve and look down the road. Zach, really interesting stuff. I wish we had more time to talk about it. We'll just have to have you back down the line a little later this year. See where we're at as we move towards that trouble and that ultimate buying opportunity. Excellent. Thanks, Chuck. 
That's Zach Johnson. He's Chief Investment Officer at Stack Financial Management. If you know the name of the firm, you can find them online. It's stackfinancialmanagement.com. And again, they are sisters to Investec Research. I got a big Investec chart on my wall. You might want to check that out too. We've got more to go on Money Life. Settle back and relax. We'll be right back in just a moment. <laughs> 